Hey everyone, Steven Jensen here with Jesse Davin. Jesse, once again, an audio form down below me. Thanks for joining us, anyone who's in here today. We, um, obviously this isn't like the normal time for us. Friday's at one o'clock, so anyone who's here, we very much appreciate that. And we're going to be talking WWE Hell in a Cell. There's not a whole lot to probably talk about because there's only four matches with one of them. Well, actually the one I was most interested in being moved to tonight on SmackDown, so we'll talk about that. Um, before we get into anything, Jesse, how are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. Happy birthday, Jordan. Um, and happy Father's Day this Sunday to all the dads out there. Um, so, yeah, uh, my oldest is up at Disney with her dad right now. So, it's just me at, me and the littlest tonight. So, yep. And we're going to be watching SmackDown and Dynamite. What? Yes. Yeah, I'll definitely be watching Dynamite. I'll probably... If I find out that the Roman and Ray match is the main event, which I, I'm assuming it will be, um, I might tune in for that too. If I know it's like at the end of the show, I don't want to sit through like two hours of of SmackDown, uh, but you know I will watch that match if I know when it's happening. But um, yeah, I guess before we get started in, into this, just to put it out there because we were talking about it beforehand. Um, Anyone who's been following anything I've been doing lately, I've been going to Dave and Buster's a lot. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and, and I um I keep getting these these great prizes and stuff, and the reason is because we're winning a lot of tickets. And I've been I've been bragging for weeks now about just like the skill that we have at this one particular game. It's this basketball game, and so this game it, it's it's one big machine. And there's two sides to it. So you can actually play against one another. So there's like a ball, like a like a full-size basketball pretty much on each side, cut in half. And you're hitting it, and these little balls are shooting up at this little hoop that's going up and down. And myself and my brother will play, the, we'll play like one side each. So we're just hitting jackpots. So it, it's like speeds up the process. So it's like... Instead of just winning 500 tickets at a time, we're winning 1,000 at a time because we're both playing at the same time. The reason I'm bringing all this up is because I was at Dave & Buster's this past Wednesday, and I oversaw, like, so me and, what me and my brother do is, like, we'll play it for a minute, and the employees will, like, kind of get on our ass about it, and then we'll kind of, we'll do, like, a lap. You know, we'll just be like, all right, if anyone else wants to play, like, we'll bail for a little bit, then we'll circle back around go to the bar, <laughs> get a couple beers, get a couple of those uh, red, white, and blue popsicle margaritas or whatever, you know, get some drinks in our system, then we'll go back to the machine. And we go back to the machine this time, and we witness some guy, looked my age, but probably a little bit younger. He was playing both machines at the same time and winning the jackpot. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, just dual wielding, like, both hands... Boom, 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 and, and running up the machine. And I was like, whoa, who the hell is this guy? Like, I've never, this is incredible. And then I realized as the tickets, because they're digital tickets, as the tickets are counting up to a thousand, like to pay him out, he like, the way that, this is the way that I saw it in my head. It might not have been quite as dramatic, but he like spin moved to the machine next to him, like a totally different game. It was like pop, 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 and like hit the jackpot on the game right next to it, and then like, what? and then like turned around and like ran behind us to this game where it's like it's all these these like clowns 
that you're you're throwing balls at to knock the clowns over. It, they they used to have the game like Chuck E. Cheese with like a gun where you like yeah doof, doof, doof. yeah. So, but they have that uh, Dave and Buster's, but you throw them at the clowns. And I, I noticed watching just this one guy from like from kind of a distance. I'm like, I'm like, who the hell is this guy like pounding all these machines, just hitting all these jackpots? And I turn around and I just I see him run behind him and then just do 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 do, and he's just knocking all the clowns over. Wins the jackpot on this other game. I never even seen someone win before. I was like. Wait, what the hell? This guy won, like, five jackpots in, like, four or five minutes on, like, various machines. He was just, like, had, like, a he had like a, a routine down. And I was, like, so I, I walked up to the dude. I was, like, bro, like, who are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh. and, and it turns out, like, he has a YouTube channel and he does this all the time in arcades. Like, that's, like, oh. his thing is oh. to figure out how to win all the games. And... I was like, no way. I was like, dude, I've been doing, I've been doing that, but only on just this one basketball game. So he starts teaching me. I start watching him playing the other games. So, so then me, him, and my brother basically form a rotation, and so we're just jackpots all over these these machines, just going in like oh, this triangle, wow. and we racked up twenty five thousand tickets faster than I mean, maybe an hour, hour and a half for me and my brother to win that mini helmet from nothing, which which is oh, like. My God. Yeah, I mean, it was mind blowing. What's that? What was his YouTube channel? Um, it's he's a smaller channel, but the videos are really good. It's called Arcade Guru. Um, it's like a white logo. I think it has like 170 something, 180 um followers. So if someone wants to check that out, the guy's name is Micah. Yeah, good dude, and it's hilarious because we like wind up. I wind up like asking like what his Twitter is. Because I don't want to be weird and, like, ask for, like, the dude's number. I was just, like, maybe I'll just, like, see what his Twitter is. So, like, I follow him on Twitter. We don't talk very long. And he just kind of shows me a couple things. Kind of disappears. Comes, like, I realize he's followed me back in, like, within, like, the next ten minutes or whatever. He walks back up to me and he's, like, he's, like, dude, Darby Allen and Sting is your header. I love pro wrestling. Stop <laughs> it! And I was, no So then it turns no. out, and then it also turns out he works for, like, this, uh, this like sports recruiting company, like a very small company that needs video editors. And I was like, God. we gotta be kidding me. So it's like, I just randomly run into this one dude who's like checking every box of what I'm looking for. As far as just like someone that I'm like, Holy shit, this guy's better at these games than I am. Like I'm trying to get better. I, I was trying to figure the other games out so that these guys wouldn't just like stare a, a hole in me when I'm just hitting this one machine for hours. Like I want to be able to go to the other machines and like, kind of be a little more low key about it. And so it's like, and then it's like, I'm always looking for more editing work and like all that stuff. And it's just like, okay, that was, can't believe I randomly met this one guy because he oh was just gosh. hitting this machine. And it was like, and my brother walks up and he's like, dude, this is some of the most impressive stuff. My brother's like giving this guy props. He's like, this is some of the most impressive stuff I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like it was hilarious. So anyway. Like an anime novel, like a manga or something. <laughs> Dude, it was it was hilarious. And then it turns out on his YouTube channel, there's this like other dude he like rolls with who is like doing the same thing. This guy who I think actually makes a living somehow, like going to arcades every day. So now it's basically I'm just like getting in with this crew also as like a right? yeah, like winning winning prizes. And then and then to cap it off, so we win all these tickets. We go to the uh, the prize zone to to you know claim our our next mini helmet and 
they tell us there aren't any left. We know that there are probably, I mean, there, there's a chance there weren't any left, but I think what really happened, because when we got there and got on the machine, security immediately came out to me and my brother and like literally pointed and nodded at us and then walked past us and in, right into the prize zone. And I could see them on walkie talkies with other employees. And I think they actually like pulled some of the big prizes from the prize zone because like we go in there and get like helmets every time. So, because oh what we're doing is basically spending about like $20 for like $150 worth of prizes when we do this. So like we're, we're, we're not scamming because like we're legitimately winning these games, but you're gaming the system, we're really gaming the system. And it turns out there's other people like Micah, shout out to this dude, like I'm talking about, like he's doing the same thing. So it's like, anyways, so they tell us there's not any mini helmets. So me and my brother are like, screw it. There's another Dave and Buster's like 20 minutes from here. Let's just go over there and just go get the prizes from their prize zone. So we drive over to this other Dave and Buster's and then get, once again, these are mystery mini helmets. They can be any player from any team ever. And somehow we got, we only got one mini helmet this time and somehow wound up being another Minnesota Viking, John Randall. The whole story, just all the the crazy coincidences and stuff. Man, you are meant to be there doing that. <laughs> it was a hell of a Wednesday. It was, and this was, none of this would have happened. Um, same with the other dude that I'm talking about. I don't think he would have been there either. Because like we we were there when AEW would normally be on. So it was like, yeah. um, you know, I've gone in the, in the afternoon on Wednesdays before. And the reason Wednesdays are so important, by the way, to anybody listening to this, is Wednesdays is half off. And that's why this this system works so well for what we're doing. Because... It doesn't cost nearly as much as it normally would, literally half the price. Um, and I apologize if anyone hears a uh, someone doing landscape outside my my window. So you might hear like a leaf blower or something. I apologize. Um, but yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, it was it was it was because now I've been watching the videos and now I'm like, oh, I I really see the techniques they're using on this stuff. And it's not even just like the ones where you're throwing and hitting stuff. They figured out like, like the like the actual games too, like how to get the top yeah. scores and top prizes on. I mean, they like study. They must study these machines for I mean, at least a short amount of time and like figure out the just the patterns in the games and stuff. And it's like, like there's this one game called I think it's called Tailgate Toss, and I hardly ever play it, but it's like it's like, like horrible. horrible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the and the holes like rotate and and change colors and. I, when I watched them play, I noticed they were only going for two of the holes, and they were going in a in a pattern. And I was like, "Oh, they're throwing at this one three times, and this one three times. And they're completely ignoring this other one." And and I was like, "That's the key is like knowing which holes to throw it into, and when, because you get like bonuses depending on when it's hitting, like in the machine and stuff." So it's like these guys have got it like figure all figured out. It's it's like the most mind blowing thing I've ever seen. For somebody like me, once again, we're like, I've been going for weeks now trying to figure out how to do this myself. And it turns out there's somebody who goes to the same exact Dave and Buster as I do that's like doing it often. It's like. That's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, so that was hilarious. That was one of the. That is, uh, what a legendary story. And then to have to go to another Dave and Buster's to get a blind box and wind up getting a Viking still. Like. Crazy. Unreal. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's the Dave and Buster's stuff. I wanted to definitely get that out of the way. Yeah, I know people were very, people were very interested in that. 
Cool. Yeah. What's up? Oh, throwback with a with a super chat. Thank you very much, throwback. And I hope you're still in here, man. I, I, we didn't mean to ignore that during my uh my uh monologue there. <laughs> I've already got him down three times for the giveaway. Perfect. Thank you for reminding me about that. So we'll be doing uh, some giveaways for Wrestle Rumble. Let me think how many uh, entries I have left. Um, got you, me, Doug. We can give away. We can give away two entries on this show. So and I know there's not a ton of people in here, so that's going to really increase your chances. And this will also reward you for being a loyal uh, viewer of the show. So um, we'll do it the same way we have. Jesse's already on the ball with that. Anybody in the chat, if you if you say anything about wanting a... Well, let me tell you what the prize is first. We're giving away Wrestle Rumble entries for the um, Hell in a Cell Pick'em Contest. I'll actually pull that up. Oh, actually, I need to go to WrestleRumble.com. Um, so this is the contest. You got it here on the screen. First place is $1,000. Second place and third place both get 100 So we're looking at $1,200 in prizes total. WrestleRumble.com's Hell in a Cell Pick'em Contest. We are going to be picking two people on the show. And somebody could technically win twice as well um, for two separate entries here. But we take everyone's name who's in the chat that says anything about wanting a free entry. We put you on a list. Anybody who sends any Super Chats that are $10 or more, your name goes on that list three times. Any Super Chats of any value under $10, your name goes on there two times. So once again, say anything like, I want, a, I want an entry or something in the chat, you get one one name on the list. If you say if you give any kind of Super Chat under $10, you get a name on there twice. And that goes for three entry spots if it's $10 or more. So what me and Jesse do right at the end of the show is we take all the names on our list, we go to a website that'll generate a random name off of the list, and I'll pick two names off of that. We'll do it twice. And anybody who wins those, you're going to get free entries into the contest here for WrestleRumble.com. I know that might have sounded a little confusing. It really isn't nearly as confusing as it sounds. Um, I just don't want there to be any confusion as, like, if you if you send money right now, you're automatically in this contest. Basically, Super Chats and activity in the chat gets you on a list for this episode, and then your name could possibly be chosen off of that list. If your name gets chosen, then you are into this contest. We'll get you set up for WrestleRumble.com. So. Okay, I got Corey and I got Paul on there, too. Perfect. So, <clears throat> so Corey, you got one on there. Paul, you got one on there just for saying you wanted a shot at a free entry. Um, and then we got throwback on there three times because he, of course, uh, sent a super chat of $10 or more. Woohoo! All right. Yeah. Yes. And thank you, as always, to Rest Rumble for all the support. They are the best. Absolutely. We'll talk about them more throughout the show. <clears throat> all right. So, was there anything else? I, I, I don't think anyone really cares about my... Uh, my current watch sessions of uh, Fast and Furious. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you all about that uh, in like a week after I've watched the rest yes. of them. Um, I'm watching five and six today. Never seen either of them. So I watched one, two, three, and four within a very short time. And then, uh, yeah, five and six are going to be today. Never seen seven or eight either. So um, I'll let y'all know my full thoughts on those uh, once I'm once I'm through the. Oh yes, Corey! Congratulations to both Renee and John Moxley and Brandy and Cody. They both had their babies. Yes, which is um, awesome. Great yes, news. everyone's happy and healthy, and 
no longer pregnant. So yeah, my, my thoughts and prayers go to their sleep schedules. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's super exciting. I'm super happy for both of them. I'm glad everything is okay. And I hope that they're recovering nicely. Yes, I echo those sentiments. It is a uh... As someone, I know I've talked about it a lot, but as somebody who, you know, seeing Cody from like such like a young age, you know, being in high school and everything, like just watching the growth of that dude and like how massive he's gotten, like, like as like a legitimate celebrity and like this big EVP in this company. And now it's like, it's wild to see. It's like, he's got a kid now. And like, you know, that that kid's just going to be like born for greatness. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, yeah. the, that's like the princess of wrestling right there. So it's Lady like, Liberty. <laughs> oh yeah. That's actually the name, right? Liberty. Yeah. So Liberty Iris. And then what was the name of uh, Mox and uh, Renee's? Oh, what was it? Oh, she said it on her podcast. I can't remember. Someone in the chat will know. I'm not very good with keeping up with babies. That's just not my forte, unfortunately. But I am very, very happy for... I'm really, honestly, I'm just really, really happy that, like, their kids are safe and healthy. Like, that's, like, the... Yeah. And, and the parents, too, that are, you know... Any, yeah. Basically, any physical things that, you know, would worry someone like me, it seems like things went well, you know? Yeah. Um. All right, cool. Well... Hell in a Cell technically oh, started... Oh, super chat. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. What was the super chat from Throwback, Jesse? Okay. It says Throwback with $10. Thank you so much, Throwback. He says, having the worst day ever. Um, That really sucks, Throwback. I really hope that your day gets better because you absolutely deserve to have a good day. You do not deserve to have a bad day. You are worthy of happiness and love, and I'm really sorry that your day is bad, and I hope it gets better. And he said... Should be fun to see Hell in a Cell and wondering if James, Jay and Jimmy go at it. Maybe that's why Roman is out. Besides, that Jensen being the final boss in the tournament. Are you talking... Oh, he's probably talking about his... Um, He's starting like a... It's like a pick'em uh, tournament. Oh, he, fun. He did, oh, yeah, I saw the belt. Yeah, I saw the belt last night. Um, Yeah, that's that's cool. The belt looks great. Um. This hit me up throwback. I know we've talked in uh, direct messages about that a little bit. Just give me a, um, I guess I, I, I did, does it start now? Like, let me know in, in, on Twitter in the direct messages if you're hearing this, cause I need to get you my, unless you're just watching this now and I can just give you my predictions for the show. Cause I'm going to be going through it here as well. Um, but yeah, thank you throwback. Hope things get better, man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really, I, I Laura, don't know. that's it. Uh, Nora, yes, good name. I like that name. I like the name yeah. Nora. I like the name Liberty as well. Um, I know people are giving her shit, but I, I don't want to give people shit for their baby's names. Like you know, that's just so tacky. Well, what are, Unless there to... it, like beep boop beep bop or something. <laughs> well, what's, <laughs> like, come on. what's there to like? What? Why is Liberty not a good? Like, why would anyone have a problem with that? Because they don't like America. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's that's wild. I'm I'm so over this is all I'll say about it. I'm so over people just like who are here, who are American, who like we live in this free country and everything. I know our country's not perfect. Like I know I know there's a lot of problems. But like to stand to be here and like pretend like you can't be proud to be from here at all is like that's that's so 
that's so un-American to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. come on. Like, you, Brandy and Cody had a kid. They named it Liberty. Like, what, what, how could, I don't know how anyone could have a problem with that. That's crazy to me. Um, and There's also, names. what's that? There's way worse names. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, but once again, like, I don't, I just don't. It's other people's business. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's I, not your it's not your business to have a say in what they name their baby. Yeah, like if I want to name my kid whatever I want to name my kid, like that's what I name my kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what does Steven mean? I mean, I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? Right? Like, it's like a kind of a dumb name. It's spelled dumb. Like everything. I mean, it's like bearing your own name. Well, I'm just saying, like it's spelled like Stefan. You know, S T E P H E N. Like, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know what it means. I have a hard time saying it, to be honest. Like, in comparison to most names, like, saying Steven to me, like, I really have to force the part of it, just the way I talk. So it's like, Liberty's not a, what, what's so weird about that? At least that means something. Um, at least it means something nice and cool. Yeah, at least it was the name of one of the characters on Degrassi, the next generation, also. Oh, maybe that's what it is about. Or maybe it's like American Dream. I don't know. Yeah, no, I kind of feel like it's probably maybe something along those lines. Which, once again, I don't have an issue with at all. Like, if if you want to be yeah. upset that Cody's happy to be from America. You know how bad it is? Like, in a lot, I mean, there, this is, <laughs> in comparison to most countries, we have it so good. And people just seem to just, seem to just forget that all the time. People um, just like complain. I know. It's like, once again, there are a lot of issues with our country. I, I know we are far from perfect, but like, holy cow, have y'all seen what it's like elsewhere? Like, man. Um, <clears throat> so, anyways, uh, yeah, was there anything else before we actually get into these predictions? No, um, I think that's it. Just the congratulations and your story. And yeah, I think we can get into this abysmal card. Yeah, so we really should start off by, like, tonight, technically, I guess this kind of starts because for some reason they've moved Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio to tonight's SmackDown instead of having it on Sunday on the pay-per-view. Um, now, <clears throat> I think it's pretty clear that, like, Roman Reigns will still definitely be wrestling on the pay-per-view in a Hell in a Cell match. I'm just assuming maybe he'll have a different opponent. Maybe they'll do him and Jimmy or or whatever. I don't. I when I have not seen the WWE anything outside of Two Hundred Five Live and NXT UK. I've not watched anything the WWE's done since Backlash. So I don't know what the stories are, but I do know a little bit that like one of the Usos is still with Roman. One of them is like against the whole thing, and I could see maybe the two Usos wrestling each other, which I think someone in the chat had mentioned as well. So. You know, because the other side of this, too, is, like, if you're someone like me, who at this point is only watching the pay-per-views, and Roman Reigns is, by far, it's, like, the most interesting thing to me about this show. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, he's way up here, and, like, the second closest thing for me would probably be Rhea and Charlotte, because I think, like, I love Charlotte, and I, I think she gets way too much crap from people. Like, she's, she's incredible at what she does, so, like, I understand why she's always towards the top. Like, I... I don't know. I think it just makes sense, but I think her and Rhea will probably be really good. But even that's like way down here. You know what I mean? It's like in comparison yeah. to how interested I'm in, I am in Roman, and 
So, like, if he wasn't on the show, I just probably wouldn't even watch the show. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be so dumb to take him off the show. Right. I think, yeah, I think, you know, everything happens for a reason, hopefully. <laughs> and I feel like there there has to be a reason for this. I think they are building up to some sort of match. Because how? why would you not have the head of the table on your pay-per-view? That makes no sense. Yeah. No, yeah. Which, so, like I said, I, I I fully expect him to wrestle on the show. But like we're like we're saying, if if for some reason he didn't, like it would just be such a mistake. Yeah, it just it it makes no sense, and I just I feel like this is leading up to something, and you know, it we're we're going to I don't I feel like if, if they're going to have the match with like Jimmy or Jay, I feel like they should wait for that. That's because that's kind of like a, been a big build. There's been a lot of tension. And I also feel like there needs to be a little bit more because that's that's like the best thing going on in WWE right now. And to kind of throw it off in this, especially the last pay per view before they go back to live crowds, you know, feels like a, kind of like a throwaway, like a waste. So I I hope I mean we'll see what it leads to. I don't know, but I, I'm fairly confident that Roman Reigns will be on the pay per view and he will have a match on the pay per view. Yeah, yeah, he. Ha- I mean, he has to. But if there's always the possibility, like you can get hurt. I mean, and you know, like you not <laughs> make it too. I mean, it's um, SP3 in the house. What's up, dude? That's my me, him, Jeremy, and uh, Holbert had like the most epic Mighty Ducks conversation of all time the other week. Um, Sweet. Yeah. So SP3, that, that's good people for sure. Uh, put him on there one time for a for a shot at an entry, if you don't mind, okay. Jesse. Okay. Um, we'll do. Yeah, if, there's a bunch of new people in here, so we'll just say it again. If you want, we're giving away two Russell Rumble entries. Um, if you would like a free entry, then just say I want an entry, and I'll put your name on the list. Um, if you do any super chat uh, below ten dollars, you have you get two entries, and any super chat over ten dollars gets you three entries. So we've already had one ten dollar super chat, and they have three entries. And so, but then if you just want your name in it, it's, it's free. So, um, if you want more chances, you can super chat, but if you just want a free entry, a shot at potentially winning a thousand dollars, just say you want to chat. Yes. All those names will go on a list at the end of the show. We will pick two names off that list and you got a shot at winning. Like Jesse said, a thousand dollars. Um, first place is a thousand, second and third, both get a hundred. Eric's on there. John's on there. Boy. Perfect. Perfect. We got anyone who's saying you want entries, uh, your names are getting on the list. So, and then also, I do, if y'all do have super chats, make sure to send those. If you have donations, donation link is in the description. Um, and that'll prioritize whatever you want us to talk about. And especially if you have predictions for this show or anything you want to say about this, like, Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio moving to SmackDown and all that. We'll make sure to read that out. Also goes on my audio feed the next day on uh, the Fight Talk podcast, so people will hear it there as well. Um, yeah. The, the one other thing about like putting Reigns and, and Mysterio tonight is like, does that really incentivize people to then... Well, I guess I talked about this with Joel last night on the on the Twitch stream. He made a good point. Like, if, like, I guess everyone's already paid for Peacock. 
You know what I mean? So, like, I guess they're not trying to get people to buy it last minute because... I just don't understand the point of, like, putting a Hell in a Cell match on free TV and then, like, making people pay for it. Ratings, maybe? I don't... I I'm, I guess, I mean, that would have to do with... It, uh, uh, I mean, or Smack... I don't... I've known the answer to this. Or SmackDown's ratings lower than what Fox wants. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, prob- the answer is probably yes, but I don't... I don't know. But I think that's going to be a really good match. And, and I was looking forward to it on Sunday, so I hope they... Uh, I hope they have a good replacement or uh, however they figure that out. But my prediction yeah. for that one, obviously, is Roman Reigns uh, winning tonight. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Rey Mysterio's going to get yeeted like his, like Dominic did. Yes. Yeah, I saw that clip on Twitter of Dominic getting thrown over the top rope. That was funny. Uh, WrestleScope, we got you one time on the, uh, on the list for the drawing. Thank you for being a part of the chat. And John... Kurozawa. Okay. Kurozawa, that's a... I had to move to the floor a little bit. was trying to get to the left. <laughs> You're good. For those okay. of you who don't know, Jessie literally has an infant child, like, <laughs> attached to her tit at all times. <laughs> so, like, we're, we're, we're... That's why she's not on camera, by the way, for anybody who might be new to the chat. That's why we have her audio only uh, during this during this time. But... We got another super chat, so you've got three entries because a penny. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ten bucks. So you have an entry as well, and so I have um, throwback Corey Jordan. I just put Jordan in there just because. Um, Paul, um, John, Eric, Paul, 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 and Russell. Russell Scope. Perfect. Paul, thank you once again for that. It says, here are my, predi- are my predictions for Hell in a Cell. Um, you got Bianca, Rhea, Alexa, and Bobby all winning. Okay, so for the record, Paul Townsley, his picks are Bianca, Rhea, Alexa Bliss, and Bobby Lashley. Sweet. Good, solid picks. Those are those are solid picks. Thanks for your uh, super chat. We really appreciate it. Yes, very, very appreciate it. Thank you very much, Paul. Um, and by the way, I know that obviously, like, at a certain point, spending a certain amount of money for potential entries, but like, if if anybody sends you know ten dollars a second time, like that of course gets you another three names on the list. Just so you know, like I don't want people to think like ten bucks. I don't want to send anything else because it doesn't get me anything more. Like we do continue to stack the entries uh, with the super chat, so uh, it does definitely increase your chances. But do not by any means feel obligated like you have to send those. Um. So all right. So I'm going to start with this here because I'm just now realizing this is on the show. So Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler is happening. The only thing I've seen, once again, because it was unavoidable on Twitter and I was like, I have to see what people are talking about. Like this is, usually I just don't care and I get no FOMO whatsoever from not watching Raw. But like, if something's talked about enough, I'm like, I have to see what this is. And we talked about it on, I think last, it was it two weeks ago? We talked about uh, we Lily. We talked about last week, I think. No, week. yeah, yeah. The last time we were doing, we did one of these. It was it was the Lily and Shayna Baszler thing had happened at the end of Raw, and uh, we talked about that already. I thought it was like, like I don't even have words for. I mean, if you're an adult and you like this, that's fine. But like, just don't, just don't be disappointed that I don't like it anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so. <laughs> Weird. But, yeah, it was a, 
And and uh, the reason I say any of this is because like this is the match. You got Alexa versus Shayna, and I feel like the doll is gonna like attack Shayna. Like I feel like because 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 there's off the top though. <laughs> uh, yeah, because there's no fan there's no fans until SummerSlam, right? So hi Isa. Isa, hope you and Roman are doing good. Because there's no fans, right? So it's like. Oh my God! Did you? Oh, did you hear? I don't know if you watch, but they dead ass just said, basically because fans are coming back, that Lily is going away. They dead ass said that because uh, um, Bliss. I'm just gonna say Bliss because I have an echo dot that'll go off. <sighs> she comes on Raw and she's like, "Yeah, because the fans are coming back, we're putting Lily in timeout." Yeah. I was like. You just basically dead ass said that this shit won't fly in front of fans. Yeah, that's I was that sounds exactly what it is. And you know, knowing the WWE, you know what they'll probably do? They'll probably turn Lily into a real wrestler. Like it'll become like someone will become Lily. Nikki Cross. Oh god. She's been winning. Oh god. Yeah, I. Oh. I, I'm honestly, because, like, with the fans, like, still not being there for Hell in a Cell, like, I feel like there's a chance they do, like, some real weird edited thing where, like, the doll, like, there actually attacks Shayna. Fire. Like, maybe they set Shayna on fire as a homage to the Fiend or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, there's been fire. <laughs> oh, she's got fire powers. They might as well use them. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, so I don't yeah. know. I'm going to say... Either Bliss wins solidly or Shayna wins. And then Bliss gets, like, really mad and throws another temper tantrum. And then something happens. Some spooky, ooky spooky black magic happens. And Shayna, in turn, actually loses. Even though she won the match, she loses IRL. Right. I see what, I see what you're saying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Alexa um, because I think... Shayna will get either attacked or or distracted by either the, either the doll or some sort of. I can't even talk about this. Like the next match is we got Bian- <laughs> Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Uh, it's the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Now this is probably going to be really good. I mean, this is like yeah. got a lot of talent here. And, and by the way, Alexa Bliss is actually very good, and so is Shayna. It's just the story is so this stupid. Is I don't want to talk about like- it talk about it um but like this should just be like a solid match i mean i i saw that bailey it looks like she might kind of have similar powers now too like she's like kind of going crazy and getting like i saw a picture of like her face all over the the uh yeah she took over the thunderdome with her uh, laugh Thunderdome. Yeah. that's what i was trying to think of yeah yeah but um you, yeah you're you're up first on this one who do you think wins and why and you know uh, I mean, I, I'm assuming this will probably be a pretty solid match, though. I think this will be a really good match. I think Bailey and Bianca Belair are both incredible competitors, and I think they will bring it. I mean, honestly, you can't go wrong with either of them. I do think that in the end, Bianca Belair does retain her championship, and this further um, causes Bailey to spiral out of control because she is kind of spiraling out of control. You've seen the hints of it with the with the Thunderdome kind of thing and the laughing and her show and. Um, her show, the the Ding Dong Hello with Seth Rollins was actually really, really good. And their chemistry together was fantastic. I did really enjoy that on SmackDown. Um, but I do think that we are seeing Bailey kind of cracking. 
a little bit here. Um, you know, she's this like talk show host, and it, you know what it kind of reminds me of the Eric Andre show. Oh, okay. Like, so it's kind of like just supposed to be funny. Yeah, well, I well in the in it, not really like in a sense of like the the comedy, but in the sense that like things can just go haywire like immediately, and just like you wouldn't think anything of it. Uh, like it okay. starts out as a talk show, and then he just goes crazy, and then stuff happens. And um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, like I said, I I really do think that Bianca Belair comes out on top. I feel like she's a solid long term champion. I feel like it's gonna take a lot to get that belt off of her. And I don't think Bailey is the one to do it at this moment. And like I said, I do think that Bailey continues to spiral out of control because of it. Those, uh, that all makes sense to me. I, you know, speaking of the Eric Andre show, it just makes me think, and I'm only saying this cause I know you know what I'm talking about, but how funny would it be if there was like a Dr. Steve rule type character on WWE that was oh, yeah. like, <laughs> that like, Thought he was smarter and cooler than everybody else, but just like dumbest, just like the dumbest guy in the room. <laughs> like, for your health. Yeah, for, for your health. Oh my god, what a great show! Me and my roommate in college used to. Oh my god, me too. Oh my god. Oh my god. That, that was, was my show. Yeah, was, yeah. In the yeah, Jordan says, "I think your baby agrees." Yeah, I, th- I think I think a little <laughs> does agree. Um, I put a balloon. I attached a balloon to her. <laughs> Oh, nice. Really excited about it. Happiest little baby ever. Yes. It's very happy. Um, I, yeah, I, there's not a whole lot more I think I can add to that. You know, once again, I, I know this, I sound like a broken record just cause I haven't been watching the product. I, I know that I'm, I'm sure I'm missing storyline type stuff. And Jesse sounds like she filled me in pretty good on kind of where we're at in the, in the story on this match and stuff. And, I don't see any reason why they would take the belt off Bianca. Like, especially, I mean, that match she had with um, with Sasha at WrestleMania was really good. Um, you know, she seems like the right person to be the champion. And, like, everyone's, like, Bailey's like, a made woman, you know, either way. Like, she's going to be fine in the WWE system, like, whether she's winning or losing. Because she's, she's going to be over no matter what. Um, yeah. So... I think it's smart to, to keep this on Bianca for a while and really see where she can go with it. Um, and she's obviously very athletic and stuff, you know what I mean? So it's like, she does bring something uh, unique to the table with her athleticism and, and all that, so. Um, yeah, definitely. So that, uh, Speaking of babies, um, Miss Little One over here was born as Bianca Belair was winning the Women's Royal Rumble, so. That's right. I think that's why she's so excited about Bianca Belair. There you go. There you go. That's awesome. That's going to be wild in, like, ten years from now if I, like, you know, I see a picture of her, like, you know, on your yeah. on your social media or something, and she's wearing, like, a Bianca shirt. Oh, my God. Like, oh I my know. God. If I ever meet Bianca Belair, I want to tell her about that. That's awesome. Like, I don't, I, is that weird, though? Is that weird to be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> I, no, like, I think that's I, weird. Because that's, I like, a... Watching, I, like, I was watching the Royal Rumble while giving birth, and... <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't really paying attention, and <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I'd be honored if somebody told me that. I'd be like, it was that important for you to see that. The, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, and you, and that's something you'll remember forever. Um, yes. Oh yeah. How could I forget? <laughs> like I said, um, I, I wasn't really paying attention to the Royal Rumble by the end of it. Yeah, I don't think. I think I missed the entire Women's Royal Rumble. She's cheering I, on. 
Huh? She yeah, she's cheering her on right now. Yes. <laughs> um Well the next match we got, another women's match, and this one I think will be really good also. We have Rhea Ripley taking on Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. Um I mean, similar to Bianca, you know, Rhea, she won the title at WrestleMania also, right? Yes. <laughs> and she's like, no, it was a bad bad idea. Their booking of her has been terrible. Um, I, I see complaints online often about, not about Rhea, but about, like, her, her gimmick or, like, maybe her on the mic. or I've just been seeing people complaining about, like, her push with the title. Um, I don't know really the full reasons for that. With Charlotte... You know, I said earlier on the show, I people can say that she's being shoved down people's throats. I know that a lot of people feel that way, but she's, I mean, for my money, she's the best overall woman on on the roster. Like, if you're looking at like actual like star and like good in the ring and great on the mic and like the like her presence. I mean, she's like she really comes off like a real superstar, and her whole her whole gimmick is that she wins championships, and it makes sense with her dad being Ric Flair and all that. I mean, it's like, I think it all just makes a lot of sense. So I like that this match is happening. I think it's going to be really good. Um, I'm going to say Charlotte beats Rhea. I have no idea where Rhea's at with the title. Yeah. I don't know if she's been like super strongly pushed. I don't know, but like, I, I really hardly ever bet against Charlotte. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to take Charlotte to win another championship. What about you? I'm going to say Rhea Ripley retains um, just because I feel like Charlotte's big title change should come at, in front of a crowd. And honestly, I would say that, um, I would say that maybe it would make sense for Charlotte to win and then for Rhea to like have her big baby face win, you know, in front of a crowd. But I don't know if Rhea's a baby face. Like she, I don't know what she is. She kind of reminds me of like Sasha Banks, like three years ago two or three years ago. Like, what was she? She was not a heel. She wasn't a face. Like, Rhea just does not give me baby face vibes or heel vibes. Or she gives me more heel vibes, but Charlotte's clearly the heel, right? I mean, I, I once again, I just haven't been watching enough, but the last time I saw Charlotte was definitely a heel. Yeah, and, and but I, I, in another sense, I completely agree with you in in regards to, you know, Charlotte goes out and just wins and that's her gimmick and it makes total sense that you would say that she would win it makes total sense if she did win but I don't know I just feel like I honestly I feel like this this whole pay-per-view is just gonna be like in limbo no changes and honestly I'm kind of upset that this isn't happening inside Hell in a Cell I feel like they may announce that tonight because there is no women's match inside Hell in a Cell which does not seem like something WWE would do especially these days so I'm kind of hoping they put it inside the cell because that would make it a thousand times more interesting to me. Last year, wasn't it Bailey versus Sasha in the cell? And yeah. it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know why they wouldn't have a, a women's hell in a cell match also. So I that that's a good call. Maybe, it, maybe that will wind up being in hell in a cell. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. But I'll yeah, I'll take Charlotte and you got Rhea. And also part of the reason I'm taking Charlotte is because for Wrestle Rumble, I feel like a lot less people are gonna take Charlotte. Oh. And that could be one of the things that like gets me 
over the hump. You know what I mean? If like yeah. if everyone else goes with three, I go with Charlotte, and I'm right. It's a big risk though. If I'm wrong, I'm completely out of it. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna roll with that. Main event in a Hell in a Cell. We have Bobby Lashley defending the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. It says Last Chance Hell in a Cell. I'm assuming that means Drew McIntyre is not allowed to challenge for the WWE Championship if he does not win this match. Please. I guess. Um, who do you think wins, Jesse? Um, is this a match you're looking forward to seeing again? And uh, yeah, who do you think walks away with the title? Uh, no, I'm not looking forward to seeing this match for the thousandth time, but because it's in a Hell in a Cell, I'm interested. Um, I think Bobby Lashley wins. <laughs> I don't know. I Like I said, Bobby Lashley is a solid champion. I just, It's hard for me to justify a title change on the last... Whoop, okay. On the last pay-per-view before going in front of a crowd, especially for poor Drew McIntyre, who... Lost his title, <laughs> or he won the title in front of no crowd. Then he finally gets in front of a crowd at WrestleMania to, to try and win it back, and he loses. For him to win it back in front of no crowd, just I feel like they'd be doing him dirty. So I'm going to go with uh, Bobby Lashley, and I'm still mad that the Hurt Business broke up for no reason. Yeah, I have not seen any of this. Like, I don't even know what he calls it. Like, it. It looks kind of like, the, I don't want to call what the Godfather did, but, like, it's it looks like he's like the Godfather out there. Like, the last time I, a yeah, few yeah, times I've seen the, him. Yeah. yeah, it's like a bunch of women. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. But, like, it was also really cool when he had, like, a group of these, like, badass fighters that were, like, I mean, the her business was, like, perfect. I don't know I don't know why you replaced cool. that with, like, a group of women valets instead of, or just added the valets to the Hurt Business. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why couldn't they have stayed the Hurt Business and then, like, they have, like, flocks of women following them because they're the Hurt Business and they're badass. Like, I did. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, that would actually be a lot cooler if there was, like, a whole entourage of people that came out with them. Yeah, like, like, it was, like every time we see Mike Tyson, he's got, like, ten other people around him. Like, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't get it, but... My guess, has there been any talk, before I make this prediction, has there been any talk of them doing like a uh, like a brand reset or, or draft or whatever soon? I thought I saw something about a draft, but I don't hear anyone talking about it. Okay. I, if, there, if there's one coming up soon, which I don't know if there is, but I feel like that has to be happening pretty soon because it's been a while since they've done something like that. Um, and then they always screw it up, by the way. Like, they make, like, a dumbass wildcard rule, and then, and then people just start showing up all over the place and stuff. It, it, there really is no need for a brand split at all, in my opinion, but that's a whole other conversation for a whole other uh, podcast. But if there is a if there's a draft coming up soon, or even, like, close to soon, I feel, I feel like Bobby Lashley's winning tonight. Or Sunday, rather. Because if I think the out that the WWE will play is Drew McIntyre can't challenge for the WWE Championship, but he can challenge for Smart. you know the Universal Championship or something like that. Um, but I don't know how exactly how they get there. But I th- I think they need to they need to switch Lashley and Ra- and Roman. Like like Roman should be on Monday Night Raw because that's that's your flagship show that's been on for like thirty years that no one's watching anymore or, you know, I shouldn't say nobody, but you know, a very, very small percentage of people versus how many people used to watch it. 
And I'm sure Fox wouldn't want that because, like, they're going to want to keep Roman for uh, for SmackDown. But, like, they it's been a long time since Roman's been on Raw. And I feel like he would bring a lot of interest for people, to, myself included, to tune into yeah. that show. So I think they need to bring the Universal title and Roman over to Raw, bring the WWE Championship and Lashley over to SmackDown. And then if you have Roman and Drew on the same show, maybe you know, Drew can challenge for that title or something. I don't know. But once again, I wouldn't want him to win it. The the, the problem with Drew McIntyre, and it's not even his, it's not his fault at all, actually. Not one, not one bit. But it's like you were saying, we all hope he gets that moment of like winning in front of the crowd because mm-hmm. he, he, they really try to kind of put the whole company on his back, especially when Roman was, was out, you know, and He's never gotten his credit, like, in front of the fans. But I also kind of feel like if they were going to do that, why didn't they just do it at WrestleMania? Right. Right. I, I Yeah, that makes – yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I think I think you're on to something. And um, DeAndre in the chat says that there is a draft probably. Okay. Um, I think that does make sense that he could just switch over, that Drew possibly could. But then again, I like what you said about maybe Roman switching with Bobby and Bobby going to SmackDown. I think it all comes down to, like, who has the better contract, Fox or NBC or Universal or whatever. I mean, I don't know. And I don't don't think Brock is going to come back on a non-audience pay-per-view. And I think if it would be very – it would be a bad look. Sorry. It would be a bad look of WWE – to bring Brock back after firing a bunch of people because of budget cuts. Yeah. Yeah, that that all that's a whole thing too. Um I mean, I want to see Brock come back because I want to see uh, I want to see Brock versus Lashley and I want to see Brock versus uh Roman again but with Brock as the baby face and Roman as the heel. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. It's been, I guess it's been over a year since Brock was in the company. I feel like that, that time flew by. Cause it was, well, WrestleMania, right? Yeah, last, like, like technically two WrestleManias ago, yeah. Um, yeah, that's wild. But yeah, I, I mean, I'll take Lashley. If Drew wins, like, that's cool, but then it's like he's in the same exact position he was in before, and then, like, come SummerSlam, he might get a pop, but, like, that's a different thing than winning the title in front of the crowd. Um, and then yeah. here's and here's the other thing. We'll just be honest. These stipulations don't mean anything in this company. Like if you, the last chance match or whatever, like they can easily just be like, just act like we forgot about it, and like Drew just winds up getting another title shot in a couple months, anyways. I mean, yeah, they'll just say you know they'll go to um, Adam Pierce and <laughs> be like, I want my thing reinstated, and they'll be like, okay. Yeah, or like Drew will win like Money in the Bank or something. It's like true, you know. Or that. Yeah, it'll be. There, there. These stipulations mean nothing. I can't tell you how many retirement match and loser leave towns and all that kind of stuff I've watched throughout my my life as a wrestling fan. Like to know that these stipulations mean nothing, unfortunately. Um, so that's pretty much it. And now this dude's like right underneath my place with his fucking <laughs> sorry now freaking freaking. Um. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to have to probably mute my... Well, he's walking away. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here. Um, 
you know, NXT, I'll just throw this out there. I thought NXT TakeOver was decent. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrying Cross is definitely polarizing, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. Half the fan base thinks he's great, half the fan base thinks he's ruining NXT. So it's it's interesting to see where they're at with that. But then, you know, you have Samoa Joe come back. Like, so what do you think about him being, you know, back in the company as William Regal's, like, enforcer or whatever? Here's the thing. I am so happy for Samoa Joe to be back. Honestly, I hate to see anyone, like, lose their job. Uh, but to me, it's so weird and it feels wrong to celebrate and, like, be joyous about a return like, this happened to me with, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Drake Maverick. Oh, yeah. When he pours his heart out crying on social media about losing his job. And then they're like, oh, well, just kidding. We want you back. And then it's with Samoa Joe. It's like, oh, just kidding. We want you back. And now there's, like, talk of maybe Aleister Black coming back. And it's like, can we not? WWE, can we not celebrate these? I want to celebrate Samoa Joe being employed again. Absolutely. I'm not taking anything away from that. But it just feels like a toxic relationship to have Samoa Joe be released by the company and then to be rehired again. And the same thing with Drake Maverick. It just It's weird. I don't get it. I don't like it. But I'm very happy for Samoa Joe. Do not get me wrong. I'm not bitter. I'm not mad. It's just... I, it seems unethical for a company to do that to people and mess with their livelihoods like that. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know that's for sure, but I'm assuming, and I could be wrong, but I'm assuming Samoa Joe signed for significantly less than what he was getting when he got let go. Like, this is probably a also just a tactic by the WWE to basically renegotiate contracts. Like, it's it's like forcing these people to, like, it's like, you're fired, so we're not just going to negotiate, like, we're fired, you're gone. Um, if you want to come back, though, we'll give you, you know, <clears throat> you know, 75% of what you were making before or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, these other stories I'm hearing, too, about, like, people in WWE potentially not even, like, decision makers, like, high-ranking decision makers that, like, don't even, like, there's speculation and talk and stuff about, like, there are... are people that didn't know that Aleister Black was getting let go that were like way towards the top that were like surprised about it also um the social media team and the WWE are never on the same page like even I think last night after the the Reigns and and, uh Mysterio match got moved I think even after that there was like various social media posts about this Sunday at Hell in a Cell watch this match and stuff because they're probably just pre-scheduling tweets throughout the month and the WWE's just constantly changing all their plans on the fly. So, yeah, it's, uh... Yeah, it just is what it is. Um, it's... Yeah. Odd. Yeah. Because, like, I think, the thing, I think the same as I think will happen with Braun Strowman. If he was making, like, a million, a million and a half a year, uh, and now he's unemployed and... The, and there's not, there's just not going to be a lot of interest for him on the indies, like from a fan perspective or from like a booker's perspective. And especially if he's asking for like a lot of money, like they're just, he's just not going to be worth the money. Like, I, I know that sounds, I know that sounds uh, harsh, but that's just the, the, the truth. Like you can't pay a guy like 10 grand to come to a show when that's only going to generate a couple hundred bucks profit. Like it, you're, it's just unaffordable. So Anyways, I, so I think Braun Strowman will quickly realize that he's in a position where 
I'm sure him and the WWE talk soon, and he comes back, and you know he's definitely not making a million a year anymore uh, when he comes back. It'll probably be good money still, but not, you know, he won't be getting over a million a year anymore from the company. Um, so it's just uh, that that's that's the WWE's way of negotiating. I think at this point is like we're gonna let you go. You can test other offers, other places. If you want to come back, we'll give you this much money instead of instead of as much money as you were getting before. Um, mm-hmm. Which also really sucks if you're an independent contractor, which is what they're yeah. supposed to be. Um, so it's like they're employees, but they're not getting any employee benefits. It's very the whole thing is very. Um, that's a whole other thing too. But I, I've, as far as for Samoa Joe, if he can't wrestle anymore, I'm happy for him to be back in NXT. If he still can wrestle, I'm disappointed. I'll put it that way. Like I, hey, that's a, I like to look at it. Yeah, because. I mean, if you can only wrestle, like, one or two more times or something, that's one thing. But, like, I don't ever... I'm never upset with somebody for for getting uh, for getting paid, right? Like, I, Samoa Joe needs to do what's best for him and his family. But for, as a fan, if he starts wrestling again, and I'm like, we could have had him and Kenny Omega and him and Cody Rhodes and him and Darby Allin and him and Jungle Boy and him and, you know, Sammy and, and just uh, Wardlow and... Huh? Him and Eddie Kingston. Him and Kingston, that'd be that'd be sick. Or even like New Japan oh. stuff, like him and um, Ishi, and like there's like all him and Shingo. I mean, there would have been just insane possibilities. Um, so from that perspective, I would be disappointed just because. I mean, what's he gonna really do in NXT? Like feud with right. Adam Cole? I mean, that's that was cool ten years ago. I mean, <laughs> so. Yeah. So, anyways, um, but I, but I, I mean, I'm glad that he's back in a company. You know, it's good. It's good for him. He was great in NXT. I mean, he definitely fits NXT brand better than he fits the Raw or SmackDown brand. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, and they're planting seeds for him and Cross. It feels like, based on what I've seen so far, guys, very interesting. Yeah. Um. And then also shout out to Blake Christian. He just debuted on NXT as uh, Trey Baxter, and uh, he's a guy I talked about a lot on the Weekender uh, for the last couple of years. So um, it's really really good to see him on NXT. He had a match against um, against Kyle O'Reilly, was it? No, against Kushida, and um, right. and it was really really good. Um, so yeah, shout out to Trey Baxter. It was really good to see him because uh, he's been signed. And in the performance center for a handful of months now, um, and other guys that got signed at the same time, like Alex Zane, who's now Ari Sterling, and Asher Hale, who actually got signed after them. He's on TV too, as a uh, um, Asher Hale. So I was wondering when we we're going to see Blake Christian. Um, we'd seen him actually as like a bodyguard for like some random segments on some TV shows uh, over oh. the last couple of months, but that was the first time he's really. Um, He's really, like, I, it was his, his true debut in the WWE, which I thought was really cool. I just wish they'd let them keep their damn indie names. It's a whole other thing, too. I mean, there's just so many whole other That's things with the WWE. They can artificially bring them up, like, their own product. Yeah, we... Yeah, it's... it's. I mean, there was a time period they weren't doing that. Um, you know, it was really... When Samoa Joe came in, was, like, really the big, like... Oh wait a second! They're calling him Samoa Joe, and he's wearing Samoa Joe merchandise, and they're selling Samoa Joe merchandise on the website, and he's still wrestling for Ring of Honor. Like, how mm-hmm. is this possible? Um, 
It says we're gone, our audio. I think. Is our audio gone? Couldn't hear or see you both. Jesse, see. Oh, I don't know. Did we cut off the internet? Are we good? I don't know. I feel. It's I feel like we're still good from what I can see. I feel like everything looks fine. Well, uh... Wait, there's a delay. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, we'll just keep going, because the show's almost over anyways. Um, but, um... What was I, I just saying? Okay, I mean, yeah. Okay, I think we're good. We'll just keep going. Okay, um, yeah, I'm trying to think, uh... Oh, we're good, we're good. Okay. Um, yeah, with people's names. I mean, that they were doing that for a minute with, yeah. um, you know, Samojo, like I said, when he came in, and then there was a bunch of others, uh, you know, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, and everyone from the Undisputed Era, and, um, Shinsuke Nakamura, and I mean, there was a lot of them, but... Then, uh, you know, AEW started, so then they're like, oh, yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to pr- basically promote anybody that's going to possibly use this name elsewhere and profit off of it. Dark. Yeah. Even though these people, I mean, I get it if you're like a, if you're like a former football player that never worked the indies and like got signed like straight out of college or something to the performance center and your name is whatever, Steven Jensen, and they're like, we want to call you this other name, and, like, no one's ever seen me before in wrestling, then it's like, that's fine. Like, that's their own character. That's like, that's kind of a clean slate. But when you're... When you're, like, an indie dude who's been out there grinding for years and years and years, and then the whole reason you get signed to the WWE is because of your body of work from the indies, and then they change your name, and then a lot of times they change your move set. And then they change like your entire presentation. It's just, it's just, I, it's just disappointing as a fan to see that kind of yeah. stuff happen to people. Now, they've done a pretty good job lately, though, about like, like Ari Sterling, who who used to be Alex Zane. He's pretty much the same exact guy on Two Hundred Five Live. They just changed his name, but it's just, okay. but it's just, good. but it's just annoying that it's like every time I talk about the guy now, I have to like remember his new name. Um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so, but I mean, I get why the WWE does it. They do it for marketing and copyright reasons. But there's other companies like AEW that like they're in the same position, being a a big worldwide company that millions of people view a week and stuff, and they're not doing it to their employees or their quote unquote independent contractors, which is much more like an independent contract with AEW. By the way, a lot of them they have different level, different tier contracts in AEW which some of the contracts specifically allow the performers to wrestle on the indies also. So, like, they actually are still independent contractors. Like, WWE, or AEW just takes priority where, like, if there's an AEW show on a Sunday, for instance, they have to do the AEW show. They can't go do, like, you know, this other random indie show. Cause, you know, okay. cause, but it's like they're actually still independent contractors. They can still do Twitch without AEW taking a cut. They YouTube... Uh, endorsements and sponsorships and stuff like AEW is not taking a percentage or or working it against the downside uh, guarantees on their contracts, which is what the WWE does. You can go yeah. on Twitch right now, but like they're just gonna they're gonna say, oh, you made this much on Twitch, so we don't have to pay you this amount of right. money ourselves. Up. Yeah. So. 
yeah, anyways, I got a whole lot of issues with the WWE, but um, I'm hoping that Hell in a Cell is good. Uh, WWE pay-per-views do tend to, uh, once again, I don't watch the weekly shows anymore, but I don't have to because this show, I guarantee the video packages between each match, yeah. I'm going to be fully caught up on who the heel and the babyface are. Um, except for on NXT TakeOver, uh, because I still don't know if Karrion Cross is a heel or a babyface. Like, at the time of this recording, I still don't know. Um, I thought he was a heel the whole time I was watching TakeOver, and then I realized he had been wrestling against heels in the build-up to that, so then it was he was actually a babyface, but then Samoa Joe is clearly a babyface, and so so he must be the heel. I don't know. Um what, what do you think about that? I know your husband's very into NXT. Is Karrion Cross supposed to be a hero or baby face? He hasn't been into NXT lately, actually. Oh, wow. He did watch... Well, we were we started watching it uh, this week to see Samoa Joe come back because we figured that was going to happen, but then our cable went out. It was a really weird thing to happen. Um, he loves Karrion Cross, but I think... What's interesting is he loves Karrion Cross, but I think even for him, he's just boring. He's boring. I'm sorry. He's a good wrestler. But what is his character? He's there. He's like an entrance. And I just think he is so boring. No offense to his... I mean, I'm not even talking about his in-ring ability. He's very, very talented in-ring. His character is so boring. Scarlet is... Not not my Scarlet. That Scarlet is just pointless to me. She just, like, dances around and touches him when he's cutting promos. Like, it. okay. And I just... I don't. I think he's a stale champion. I mean, he's a solid champion, but it feels like they're trying to make him be like almost like a Brock Lesnar, but it, he's not a Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar has way more star power than he has. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a big guy doesn't really do much other than kick ass. But in order to be like that, you have to have an established ass kicking res- resume. You know. Mm-hmm. And if we're looking at strictly NXT, he just kind of showed up, got the championship, and now he's champion. It's like cool. Yeah, and and with I, I totally agree with all of that, and that's what I think the fan base is feeling is like, because because here's the other thing he's he's presented as this like MMA background guy and all this stuff too, and yeah. he's he has, show me he has the same exact pro MMA background or record as Steven Seagal does. I mean, they're both zero and zero. You know what I mean? Like, Karrion Cross has never competed in mixed martial arts. So, like, I mean, he's trained in MMA gyms, um, but so is, like, Moxley. I mean, so did CM Punk. I mean, like... Yeah, well, that happened, happened with that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm... I'm not discrediting Karrion Cross's, like, ability as a professional wrestler. Like, because he... Exactly. Yeah. Because he incorporates MMA style into it, but, like, they keep trying to put him over as, like, this MMA, like, this guy with his MMA background, but, like, I mean, I knew that already, but anybody with Google can easily just search, oh, Karrion Cross supposed to be this MMA fighter, and then it's like, where's his, where's any fight he's ever had? Yeah. Um, And then on top of that, the entrance is so cringe. When they're, I mean, I think it's cringe already with the lip syncing, but it is super cringe when the fans don't respond at all. Like, oh, I know that was so bad. Oh my god! And I was actually getting messages from people, some people that were there, 
that said it was actually quieter there live than it was on TV when they rewatched it. And uh, it's because they were still piping in a little bit of crowd noise throughout the show. Oh my God. So they're trying to play this narrative and it's like, apparently it was dead, just dead ass silent when Karrion Cross came out for his entrance. Hilarious. So, so he's in there like doing all like this. You know, and she's like flailing <gasps> around. <yeah. and> <laughs> like the strobes are going off and like fire or whatever. And he's, he's crickets. Yeah. And just everyone's sitting on their hands, not saying a damn thing. It's like, oh. That's funny. That is so cringe. It's not like Finn Balor where there's like crowd involvement, you know, where everyone like puts their hands out. It's just Scarlet flailing around singing, being, you know, an eye candy piece. I mean, no no offense to her or anything because she's gorgeous. But it's like that, if I'm in the crowd, it's like this does nothing for me. I guess it doesn't mean if you're a dude or if you're a chick or whatever, but like... As far as being a wrestling fan, it does nothing for me. Like, ooh, cool. All she's it, like, I'm... Yeah. All, all it does is, like, she's really hot, and they're together in real life. And I know that he's an actual, like, badass with, like, a with like a really hot chick. Like, visually, like, I, I think it's cool that the two of them are together. But the problem yeah. with the entrance is, like, I don't know how no one in NXT is just, has just done this instead what i'm about to say if you cut the whole black and white and lip syncing part of that entrance out completely and it just started with it's it's all black and it goes straight to what it does when he's in the ring when it's just and he can walk down the ramp and everything with that same thing happening but just like come in hot like just it's yeah. black, and then it's just like that super metal, whatever music that's playing, and just the strobes and the whole thing. Just just start from there. Like you don't need any of the the theatrics before that. It does nothing for it for his character at all. It was it was a great introduction to Scarlet the first time. Right. Need it anymore? Like we get we get who she is. Like she's just gonna fondle him in the ring. I'm gonna feel uncomfortable. And he's a badass, like, you know, and like I said, this is no knock to either of them, like, personally, Um, but it's just, to me, it's just, like you said, if it came out and it was just like it hit the guitar and hit those riffs and he's like, you know, ah, ah, whatever, and he's (laughs) walking down the road, that'd be cool. I would be, I would be down with that. That's, that's a force to be reckoned with. But I don't need some lady coming out and doing some dance. Like, what is this? I'm not here to watch ballet. I'm not here. To, this is not the Nutcracker. This is not Christmas time. I'm not here for that. You're wasting my time. Like, yep. I don't know. And then, like, the last thing I'll say about it, then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up, is, uh, you know, in the ring, too, it's just one of those things. If Karrion Cross wasn't 6, 3, or 4, or whatever he is, like imagine him with that move set at Adam Cole's height. Yeah, I was about to say. Like just how boring that would be in comparison to Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly and Kushida and Pete Dunne and, and Roddy and and all these all these people they got in NXT that have like these super diverse, super innovative move sets. And Karrion Cross is out here throwing you know back you know basically throwing Saito suplexes, which that's 
it's a backdrop. I mean, it's it's there's a lot of history behind that move, but it's a it's a it's a it's a belly to back suplex, um, which yeah. is very 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 common, and and it's a move that I can do to anybody right now without any training. Um, yeah. And, and then uh, he puts people in headlocks. It, like it, he puts people in rear naked. It's not they're not even full rear naked chokes most of the time. Like yeah. it just doesn't even look that good. It's just like. Ugh, like I, I, I respect what they're trying to do with him. Like they're trying to create an outlier out of him, like an unbeatable, unstoppable kind of Brock Lesnar type of person, like you mentioned. But, mm-hmm. but that type of style, like if he doesn't have like a way more interesting move set, like it's just, it's just going to continue to be boring. Especially if you have him in the ring with guys, like I mentioned, like all these guys who are these like incredible performers uh, even like like Johnny Gargano and stuff. Like, I mean, these mm-hmm. guys fly all over the place, and do all this cool stuff, and then Carrying Cross is just like doing the most basic wrestling moves. And then like you know his striking and stuff looks solid because like Corey said, like he has a background in Muay Thai, but once again, like he not competition, like he's trained Muay Thai. That's like me, like I go hit pads in my brother's gym often. Mm-hmm. He holds pads, and I, I'm doing boxing, but I don't consider myself a boxer. Like, just because I know how to throw, you know, punching combinations at targets. And I can spar people. Like, I can go in there with headgear or without headgear, and I can spar other people, you know. But that's not real. I mean, it's real in the sense of, like, you know, if I go in the ring with somebody and we're going back and forth and, like, you're, like, hitting each other in the face or whatever or in the body or whatever, even if you're trying to really swing and stuff, that's not a professional thing. Like, that's just you in a gym. Like, that's, it's not the same. It's just not the same. So, um, cause even you have guys like, you know, Jack Swagger or uh, Jake Hager, that's tonight too, him and, uh, him and Wardlow in an MMA cage. And it'll probably be goofy. It probably, uh, they're going to, it's going to be heavily edited, but like at least Jack Swagger has gotten in the, in the cage. Like he's actually <laughs> fought in Bellator multiple times. He's not the best fighter in the world, but like he's actually made the walk and he's actually competed professionally. So like, I have yeah. a different level of respect if you're going to tell me he's an MMA fighter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Don't lie to me. <laughs> yeah, well, don't lie to me and then have somebody go out there and not be that impressive. Either. Exactly. Like, don't lie to me and then have him not, like, own it, like, show up for it. Because here's a great example. Remember Raw Underground when we had Arturo Huas, that dude? Yeah. That guy actually has, like, he was, like, like a, like a, I don't know how high up, but he was, like, a medalist for, like, his country and, like, amateur wrestling for, like, his whole life and stuff. Like, this guy actually has, like, all these credentials in, like, wrestling and I think maybe possibly even, like, judo or other types of grappling. And when Mm -hmm. he was on Raw Underground, I was, like, I could tell by his movements. I was, like, I need to look into this guy because this guy is moving, like, an actual... Like, he looks like somebody who's competed. And Mm -hmm. then I look into it and I'm, like, oh, yeah, he has, has, like, an actual, like, legit, like, world-class background in some of these disciplines. Like, this totally makes sense to me. But, you know, it's it's for the same reason that if CM Punk ever came back to pro wrestling, I think he'd have a very hard time with the perception unless he changed his moveset. Like, he can't go in there and throw spinning back fists and jumping yeah. knees and put people in anaconda vices because we've seen what it looks like when he actually tries to fight somebody. We know he can't actually perform this stuff. And so, that's going to be... That's the problem. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So, anyways... That'll do it for that. Let's pick some winners for Wrestle Rumble. Yes, I if, last minute. If you have just, ent- I sent you the list. So if anybody goes in, just add it 
um, to the list that I sent you. Um, I sent it to you in Twitter. If anyone right has some last minute, um, if you want an entry into the Wrestle Rumble, we're giving away two free entries. You can win $1,000 for a Wrestle um, Hell in a Cell pick them. Just say, I want an entry. And um, any Super Chats under $10 gets you two extra entries, and a Super Chat over $10 gets you three extra entries. So um, this is your last chance. Um, and so while people are doing that, I'll just go ahead and say, we love our chat. We really like you guys, and we want more like-minded people in the chat. So if you would, please, if you've enjoyed your time here, please do consider giving this video a thumbs up. And please consider subscribing to the channel. That way YouTube's algorithm says, hey, we want to give this video, we want to put it in the recommendations of other like-minded, amazing people like yourselves. And that way we get more cool people in the chat to discuss things amongst yourselves and amongst us. And we have a really, really great time. So please do consider giving this video a thumbs up and subscribing. Yes. And I am just trying to find that website that we've used for the... Random, random picker. Picker. Here we go. Online random picker. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. Sweet. Um. All right. Let me. Let's pick some winners. If if I if I pick your name and you are, uh, you are not in here right now, or you're watching like this on the replay or something, I will reach out to you on Twitter in the direct messages if you win any of these free entries. So that's how I'm going to contact you. If you're in the chat, though, right now, too, like, and you see your name, please specify, like, if you don't have Twitter. If you do, put your Twitter handle in the chat. Like, just, we'll, we'll hang. List. What's that? That's an old list. Um, good call. Did, did it save? <laughs> oh, yeah, because, yeah, we got, there we go. This is the new list. Um, okay, good. Thank you. Do we have everybody in here? Um, DeAndre, uh, DeAndre, I've seen you in the chat. Well, I'll throw your name on here too. We didn't have him on here yet, did we? I know he didn't like specifically ask, but like I haven't seen yeah, him being active. And Russell, Russell Scope in there. Russell Scope's there towards the bottom. What about a uh, Russell plug? Oh, uh, let's get Russell Plug. Is he is Russell Plug in the chat right now? I don't know. No, they just kind of said one thing. And... I'll throw him on there. He's a good dude. Um, and Tim, we'll put Tim last on here too. I see him there. He's the guy who was kind of uh, throwing out some of the uh, the contrary uh, opinions to us last stream, which I really appreciated. He was putting out some good uh, some good material for uh, for some kind of mini debates last week. Yeah. So this is the list, y'all. Um, I'm about to hit the button. Okay. So, oh, John, you got there just in time, bud. I see you on there. Uh, John's in there, I oh, think. Is he? Oh, yeah, you're right. John, right here. Got him. Right here. Okay, got cool. Him. Cool. All right, y'all. Here it comes. This name, who I'm going to, this next name we see on the screen is going to be, let me go ahead and, uh, I hate how it's moving my whole browser. I'm trying to uh, copy this whole list now for the second drawing. All right, we're going to do this two times. Good luck to everybody. Random name. Throwback. Congratulations. You're going to get a free Russell Rumble entry. And then 
We're gonna do this one more time. Paul, that was Paul. Uh, what was uh, Paul? If you're still in here, please let us know what your Twitter is, or that you're here still. Oh, Paul, uh, what was what was last name Townsley? You said. Yeah. All right. Well, me and Jesse will hang out here for just a minute. Oh, well, those people that need the super chats. Oh, he was one of the super chats. Oh, even better. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're not in here anymore, Paul, we will do our best to find you on Twitter before Sunday. Uh, yeah. These will go out on Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon. I'll, I'm going to hide this for just a second. I'll get our, um, I'm going to get our sponsor stuff up and that'll give, uh, Paul a second here too, if he happens to be in the chat. If anybody knows Paul, um... Let me look and see. Throwback, I can I can get to directly. That won't be. I already have his info because he's won a he's won one of these before, so I've already got his email. Um, we just got to be able to find Paul. Yeah, let me see if Paul. Right there. Oh shoot. Alright, we'll find him. Well, you know, it's just posted on Twitter, too. Yeah, for sure. We will find you, Paul. We'll find you. And if we don't, we'll just uh, make sure we find a way of hooking him up next time. But we will do our best to get in touch with Paul before Sunday. Um, and throwback, once again, we will get... I'll, I'll send your message out uh, right after the stream. Of course, today's episode was sponsored, as always, by WrestleRumble.com. Oh, Paul, there you are. Wonderful. Um... Would you mind copying that and uh, just sending it to me, Jesse? Sure. Awesome. Um, thank you, Paul. You did it. Thank you for being here. And I will I'll direct message you, Paul. Uh, as long as you're following me on Twitter, that way I'll be able, I'll be able to message you. Um, I'll I'll send you a message and I'll just have you uh, email or send me your email address. And then on Sunday, it usually goes out Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon before the pay-per-view with plenty of time for you to get the entries in uh, before the show starts. So, awesome. Well, that's good. Success. Um, thank you once again to WrestleRumble.com. For those of you who watched today, obviously, the Hell in a Cell Picking Contest is this Sunday. First place is $1,000 cash. Second and third both get 100 each. Um, wow, this is brand new. I saw uh, Jason Solomon uh, displaying this on his Twitter yesterday. I didn't even know this mm -hmm. was... When is this uh, When is this for? The belt contest is... Solo Monster Championship belt contest. Oh, after Money in the Bank. Okay, that's tight, though. That's a cool belt. That's, I would love to get a fight talk belt like that. That'd be sick. Yes. Um. But yeah, really cool. They're doing uh, $1 bids. Uh, for this, if you're a fan of Jason Solomon, the Solomonster, who honestly is one of the best uh, YouTubers in the game, he's in my funny. opinion, uh, slash, you know, podcast. He's, he's he's one of the oldest, not oldest age-wise, but he's one of the oldest, um, he's one of the first names I remember being, like, in, like, the wrestling, quote-unquote, like, podcasting space, like, at least 10 years ago. So, um, really cool there. And yeah, Wrestle Rumble, win some prizes, win some money. WrestleRumble.com, or make sure to follow them on all social media at Russell Rumble. Shout out to Music City Toys and Collectibles. 
if you want autographs, memorabilia, action figures, anything that has to do with professional wrestling, and really a lot of other fandoms as well, not just wrestling, but that's mainly what I get from them, uh, MMA stuff as well, check them out. Music City Toys and Collectibles. Uh, they have a retail location at 101 West Main Street in Waterton, Tennessee. That's W-A-T-E-R-T-O-W-N, Waterton, Tennessee. And it's awesome. I mean, their, their retail location is badass. Like, they have a ton of loose figures, a ton of mid-on-box figures. Um, they're nice people. They give you fair business. And they do sales on their YouTube, or sorry, on their, uh, their Facebook uh, page. They do uh, a lot of stuff. And their new website, musiccitytoys.biz, Check that out. Um, there's actually a little space in their um, in their partners uh, page about Fight Talk. So they're uh, they're great partners. They've uh, been a part of the show for a long time. They hooked me up with a free uh, autographed Dan Severn MMA glove to give away, which I'm still trying to figure the best way of like when I'm going to give that away. But they're hooking it up with great prizes for the listeners and viewers of these podcasts. So uh, give them some support. Check them out if you're a collector of any kind. Music City Toys and Collectibles. Be sure to follow them on all social media at Music City Toys. And last but never least, we got my brother, Brian Jensen. He is a professional boxing coach. He owns a gym called Steel Boxing and Athletics out of the Atlanta, Georgia area. He can help you reach your goals. If you're learning how to learn, you know, just want to know how to throw hands, if you want to get in better shape, if you want to lose weight, if you want to compete at an amateur or a professional level, in you know, you know boxing kickboxing mma like whatever it is brian's got you covered if you have any kind of neurological issue whether you have ms or parkinson's or dystonia or and there's a lot there's a lot of uh a lot of neurological issues that a lot of people deal with and brian is specialized in helping with all of that as well um you would be you'd be shocked uh some of you to know just how much dexterity work and and um like stretching and stuff even because there's a lot of people that get afraid to start this kind of stuff. I'll just peel out the curtain and be honest, because I've seen him with a lot of Parkinson's patients and stuff. It's sometimes it's hard to like get motivated enough to try these types of workouts because you think it's going to be like going to a gym or something, and like you might be embarrassed because like maybe you have a hard time with certain you know movements and motions. But there are things that you can try that aren't nearly as difficult as you might think. Like there's a lot of stuff you can do, even just moving your fingers in certain patterns and stuff that like will really help with your nervous system and really help with your dexterity and your range of motion. And just sometimes it really helps alleviate pain. I'm not a doctor. I'm not somebody who's like going to say, sit here and like diagnose or say anything works or doesn't work for sure. But what I know is I've seen a lot of success with a lot of the people that my brother's worked with in, in that field as well. So um, doesn't matter what your age is, doesn't matter what color you are, doesn't matter what sex or gender or anything that you are, uh, nothing, doesn't matter at all. Brian will figure out a way to help you get to where you want to be. So the best way to get in contact with him is to contact him on Instagram at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. He can meet you in person, you can come to his gym, he can go to your business, he can go to your home, he can go to a park, it doesn't matter. If you don't live in Atlanta, he can help you online. He'll help you on uh, Skype, on Zoom, whatever. He can help you anywhere in the world over the internet. So uh, once again, support Brian and follow him on Instagram at B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L, Boxing A-T-L. Um, so that's it for my stuff. I'm going to pull up your Twitter. I'll try to pull up your Twitter. Yeah. Damn it. I'm just going to have to do it this way. Now I'm echoing myself. Eh? Uh, annoying. 
I'm over here. I'm choking. Choke, 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 choke. <laughs> TWJ, Twitter, what's happening? I'm choking, y'all. Oh, no. On the spot. What? <laughs> I'm nervous. Dry heaving. That's like an always sunny. Uh, Caitlin Olsen. Yeah. Like she, she gets all nervous and always does that. Um. All right, Jess, you got your Twitter pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. You see, I changed my header. Oh, nice. I love it. That yeah, that was like your. Uh, that was my. Your dream. That was my. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So basically, just follow me on Twitter. Um. At Jesse the Buckeyes. My handle is over underneath that picture of me right there. Uh, that's the place where you can find me live tweeting. I'll be hopefully live tweeting if I don't fall asleep. AW Dynamite tonight, and maybe SmackDown. Down, we'll see. Um, and also, if you want to like get into contact with me, do not try and find me on Instagram. Do not try and find me on Facebook. I will not add you. I will not acknowledge you there. If you want me to acknowledge you, go to my OnlyFans, subscribe, and I will definitely acknowledge you there. But that's the only place that you can get into my DMs. That's the only place that you can actually talk to me. Uh, and I just do that for my safety and for reasons like that. That's the best way to support me and my family and my babies. And other than if you want to do something for free, which is subscribe to this channel, you can do that. That's the best way to find out when we're going to go live. Like today is not usually our live time. We usually go live on Wednesdays or Tuesdays. And so if you would have seen on my YouTube channel, you would have gotten a set reminder thing and you would have been able to get a notification that we were going live. So please do consider subscribing to the channel if you're into this. Um, also, I do have a Papa John's pizza code for 25% off your entire order. It's a great thing. I used it before. Steven uses it all the time. It's Jesse25, J-E-S-S-I-2-5, and that's one word, Jesse25, for 25% off your Papa John's pizza order. And, yeah, that's it. I hope everyone, like, enjoys Hell in a Cell, has fun today. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if y'all want to follow me on Twitter, it's fight talk underscore F I G H T T A L K underscore. Um, as I have up on the screen here, if you use code fight talk on IWTV.live or independent wrestling.tv, uh, you can uh, check out their service and I think you'll really enjoy it. They have thousands and thousands of shows on there um, and they do live shows. There's a show tonight, I think. Uh, Absolute Intense Wrestling, AIW, which is a really good company. Um, that yes. has a, one of my favorite champions, Joshua Bishop. Um, I believe their next show is tonight, and I think it's streaming live on IWTV. So if you all have interest in watching that tonight, if, if you want to watch any independent wrestling on there at any time, the, the library catalog is humongous. Uh, use F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K, Fight Talk, all is one word with no space in the promo code spot. It helps support me and my podcast and all that stuff as well. So... That's much appreciated. Um, I got stuff going on with Fightful this weekend. Uh, we're doing a watch-along. Uh, myself and Doug are going to be watching UFC Fight Night. The main event is Korean Zombie versus Dan Ige. Could potentially be Fight of the Year. Uh, I'm real looking forward to that one. We're going to watch the co-main and the main events Saturday night on the Fightful YouTube channel. And I will also have that uh, up on my Twitter, I think, too. Because with StreamYard, it's pretty seamless to just add things we're, we're trying to figure ways to put this stream out on twitter as well like me and jesse and um we use Streamyard for fightful and that's way easier to do we use obs for this show so um getting all that figured out but uh we're gonna be go we'll be live uh once again saturday night on the youtube channel for fightful um 
I'll have my Fightful Select Weekender podcast out on Sunday talking independent wrestling and a whole bunch of other promotions. And every Thursday, if you want to watch Impact Wrestling Live, uh, check out twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Myself and Joel Pearl, along with a third guest every week, we uh, watch Impact Live on the screen with the viewers and we hang out. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, uh, check all that stuff out. My show with Doug is every... Uh, every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, and we talk for like three hours. We do like li- real late night streams, and it's a lot of fun. So uh, that's youtube.com slash RVD Tito for life. RVD T-I-T-O, the number four L-A-F-D. And yeah, anything I do, I'll just keep updated on my Twitter once again at fight talk underscore. Uh, before we get out of here, Jesse, anything you got before we uh, sign off? Nope, that's it. I hope everyone has a real good uh, weekend, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, I'll see you next week. Enjoy SmackDown. Enjoy Hell and Cell. Enjoy any wrestling that you watch. Yes, wrestling. Hit Bye. the like button. Thumbs up.